and Joni for your friendship. Lately. <laughs> this happens to me all the time lately. I, I don't know. I'm losing it. But, uh, I, you know, I just appreciate the fellowship, the friendship, and the fact that when we travel up here and come here and see you folks, and it, we just feel like uh, loved. I guess that would be the way to say it. But thank you so much. And thank you for your leadership. Um, I'd like to have the staff members stand up very quickly. Just acknowledge them. You can clap. That's not all of our staff, but most. And uh, our staff members are dedicated, tireless servants of, of God. Our program is about Jesus plus nothing equals total victory. You know, it's, and if I can't say that here, then I'm in big trouble. Amen? But there are some places you can't really say that. And, well, you can say it, but it's not going to resonate. But here it's a, it's a privilege and a joy. We believe in miracles at Teen Challenge. We see miracles in, in people's lives. And, and, and the students that come to us that need a miracle, a personal transformation that cannot happen without the power of grace, not only do they receive something that is heavenly and that is divine, amen, but we hear testimonies of prayers that they begin to pray while in the program for situations that they're faced with that they've never had a clue or an answer to in terms of how to bring resolution or healing or whatever the case may be. But it's so cool, the miracles just keep coming. And that's because we believe. Amen? First John chapter 5, verse 4 says, Everyone born of God overcomes the world. That means anything the devil and the world can throw at you can be overcome. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, comma, faith. So it's just believing. It's, it's, it's faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Who would hope for something he or she already possesses? We have to believe God for many things that we have no chance of achieving or, or obtaining in our own with our own wherewithal. You know, it's, it's got to come from him. So it's faith, amen? So our program, helping these men, uh, men whose lives are destroyed almost completely sometimes, not all the time, some kind of come through thinking they need a little tune-up. And, of course, they learn quickly they need more than that. And, and they, they learn, too, that it's not a drug and alcohol treatment center or a rehab. Teen Challenge is a discipleship ministry. Teen Challenge is a, a factory for men to develop character and escape the corruption and the lust and the perversion and the bondage and the addiction that is ruining their souls, amen, and destroying their spirits. If God doesn't save our spirit, then we're, we're going to die double because our body is going to perish. The, the Bible says in Peter that, you know, the glory of man, the best we can come up with is like the, 
is like grass, right? And, and our, all our flesh, rather, is like grass. And the glory of man, the best we can achieve, rather, excuse me, is like the flower of the field. But that withers, dries away, and dies. But the word of the Lord endures forever. So let me read this scripture since we're in church. Amen. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Interesting here, it says in verse 2, he was with God in the beginning. So evidently the word is a he. Amen? In other words, the Bible is a gift from God because it's the standard of who God is. It's, it's God's identity. It's the way God thinks. It's the wisdom of God. And we have this gift. And our entire program and, and our entire curriculum that helps these men to get free forever and does miracles in lives. Right, brother? Brother Ian, who's our choir director, he needed a miracle. He was toast. It wasn't because he didn't come from a good family, because he did. It wasn't because, you know, he couldn't stop doing drugs. No, it wasn't because he wasn't educated, because he was. It was because the Bible says, with, apart from him, you can do nothing. So he did some things, but they were nothing compared to what he needed from God. Amen? So it's miracle after miracle, and it's in the beginning was the Word. It was the Word who does it. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Nothing. Wow. The light, and it goes on to say that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. Amen? So it's the Christ life that we give these men. And that's the miracle of what begins to transform them out of the darkness, out of the bondage, out of the trouble. And then it spreads to their family members often. And we hear of more miracles. And very quickly, John 63 has become just an, I mean, the longer you live, Pastor, the more favorite scriptures you get, right? You have. I just, I keep saying it over and over. This is my favorite. That's my favorite. I love this one. This is it. But this is it. This is one. Another one. The Spirit gives life, but the flesh counts for nothing. The Spirit gives. We don't need a bunch of keen, clever ideology, ideas, worldly wisdom. We don't need to doctor it up. The flesh counts for nothing. The Spirit gives life. And it goes on to say, the words I give you, they are spirit and they are life. So we're not, we're not ashamed of the gospel at Teen Challenge. We love these men with the love of Christ. Our staff members are graduates of this program, proof that God uses anybody, that it's God who gets the glory. It's God who provides the power, the resurrection power. Foolishness to the world is the cross of Christ. But to those who believe, it's the power of God unto salvation. Wow. So I can't preach because we don't have time for that. But I just want to say, God has moved since 1995. and 1996 when I came up here and then I prayed with Pastor. And a few times throughout the years when we were at wit's end financially, when we just had so many trials, so many things coming at us. I'm just a simple man from New Jersey who had to go to Teen Challenge in Philadelphia, by the way, myself, years and years ago. 
who was on the brink of losing my family, my four children, my wonderful wife who works side by side with me to this day. I was shattered. I was angry. I was hot-tempered. I was self-loathing. That's not a good combination if you're going to be a husband and a father. So God delivered me, and God set me free, and he set me on this path. And we've been, we've been relying on him this entire time. But in the last six and a half years, God has prospered our ministry in terms of realizing some long-standing dreams that we've had. We dreamt big, and it was totally impossible, completely impossible, but not with God. And, and God gets all the glory because I don't know how to do any of this, but he does. And what I've learned, and this is for all of us who are serving God, struggling in life, dealing with issues because we have problems, right? I learned all you have to do is don't sin and don't quit. That's my deal. If I have to sum it up, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to say. So you guys, you can't sin. Now, I know you're going to sin, but you got to stop. And don't quit. And you're going to change. And all of us, that's it. That's it. So to not sin, we need to get into this. We need to pray. We need to give. When you're depressed, you got to help others so you get undepressed. Amen? So we built a new building. It's, it's beautiful. It's on 40 acres of land. It's beautiful South Dakota countryside. It's tranquil. It's wonderful. It's therapeutic. It's efficient. It's, it's awesome. And then we insanely took upon the project to, on the heels of that campaign, I, can't, I never, I thought campaign is when you ran for office. I didn't know how to raise money like that. God did it. On the heels of that, exhausted, we said, well, we need to fix our old building. So we put another 2.6 into that and way more work on that pastor than the big building. The old building, fixing that was a ton of work. But God did it. And in the midst of that, we had this, this trial, this, this sad thing. My brother Nate, our dean of men, he's one of the best of the best in terms of leader and staff member at Teen Challenge. He married my daughter years and years back. So I have these beautiful blonde, blue-eyed grandkids. Little Ellie Mae was four and a half years old, and she has leukemia. It's a mutant cell that infiltrates the bloodstream, and you don't know where it comes from. But we overcame the dread and the fear and the bitterness of that, not understanding why does a little girl have to go through that. I don't get that. Well, we don't have to get it. We just have to hang on to faith. We have to trust in God no matter what. So we've been operating under somewhat of a cloud, a little bit of a hindrance. Uh, we've been dogged by this. But I'm just here to say her name is Ellie May. She's tough as nails. She's awesome. Two more days of chemo, and she's done. Amen. And we're thankful for Children's Hospital in Sioux Falls, for Denny Sanford, for giving money to build such a great thing and all that. But here's the deal. She's not cancer-free until God puts that stamp on there. We're grateful for those people. But just pray. If you ever think of me or these guys and us, just add Ellie May. 
that she would be a cancer survivor. She, if she survives, she didn't beat cancer. You don't beat cancer. You survive it if God permits. And we're believing that God is healing her body. Amen? So remember that. Remember us. We've been prospered. We've grown. We've expanded. We've renovated. But now we have to pay tons of money to keep it going. And it just never stops because we got these lovely specimens that keep coming to us with great needs. But God is able. Amen? And we love you folks, and we really appreciate your support. You've been a tremendous blessing to our ministry, and thank you so much. Crisp. Uh, I'm 36 years old. I grew up in the beautiful state of Wyoming. Um, I'm just going to tell you 36 years in about three minutes, so 
Um, uh, growing up, I was, I was raised in a divided home. My, my mom tried to uh, teach me and my brother, you know, the love of Christ and, and the power of God. But, you know, my dad tried to teach us the ways of the world. And, you know, from, from that moment on, you know, it was, just, it was just real confusing for me. And um, so, you know, I went, on, I went on to life just to, you know, if they're telling me one thing and this and that. And I was just going to learn things on my own. So... Um, you know, at, at face value, my, my family was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good and pretty loving, but, you know, behind closed doors, you know, I became, I became subject to, you know, all sorts of abuse at home, you know, from a pretty close family member of mine. And, uh, you know, that, that too left me confused in, in the world and just, just betrayed. And, uh, I was just pretty, pretty rough. And then, uh, you know, in, then later on in life, you know, I, I started doing drugs and drinking alcohol and just uh, just living a pretty immoral life of trying to gain acceptance and anywhere I could get it, you know, and it, and it worked for a while. But, uh, you know, it, you know, it just wear off and then all my problems seem to still be there, but worse than before. Um, Sorry about that. You know, and then then my lifestyle progressed as I got older, and uh, you know, I was found myself in and out of rehab. You know, I was in and out of jail, prison. You know, and then when I wasn't doing that, you know, I didn't I didn't really learn how to how to live a whole lot. So uh, you know, I was just living on the streets, being homeless. You know, doing doing what I had to do, being in survival mode from the time I was 19 till. Uh, about a year ago or so, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd been homeless, living on the streets in, in nine different states, some of the big, some of the biggest cities in, uh, out west here, and, um, just, uh, you know, I never really, uh, never really learned how to find myself and, or who I was or my identity whatsoever, but, you know, after, after coming to Teen Challenge and, and finding Christ, you know, and my identity in Him, you know, it's been, you know, it's been miraculous. Like, at, at some point, I figured there was, you know, I was drawn, I was coming to an end of my of myself, and I didn't, I realized I was just becoming an, another uh, statistic, and like there was something inside of me just telling me that, you know, this is it. You know, either you got to go, you got to go a different way, or so. Uh, anyways. Mm. But uh, you know, I came to uh, came to Teen Challenge, and the grace of God, and His mercy, and His forgiveness, and the things He did for me on the cross. You know, I've been, you know, I'm not only a survivor anymore, but I'm an overcomer. So, uh, I got a uh, I got a short short verse for you all. It's uh, part of Hannah's prayer. It's First Samuel two six through eight. The Lord gives both death and life. He brings some down to the grave, and, but raises others up. The Lord makes some poor and others rich. He brings some down and lifts others up. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, placing them in the seats of honor. For all the world is the Lord's, and he sets the world in order. And, uh, and I'm just uh, so grateful for that, you know, because we all, we all here have a purpose, and... You know, um, 
as long as we find how, where we identify in Christ and, you know, and just have faith that he's going to show us the purpose. And, man, it's awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hello, I'm Jeremy. Um, I'm 40 years, 41 years old now, I guess. I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, for, from ages of, I'd say, I want to say about eight to, I guess, 39 years old, I've been drinking, doing drugs, um, finding my idols in that, um, looking for acceptance through that, for money, um, all those things in my life. Um, I, was on a, I was on a suicide mission. I knew that I'd go to hell if I, I did it on my own hand, so I definitely I was trying to do it through drugs and whatever way possible before I got with the Lord. He, um, he had another plan for me. Um, I got arrested right at, probably at the bottom of my thing, and when I was arrested, I was 119 pounds. Um, I didn't have any hope. I didn't have anything left in my life that I had to look forward to. My family was pretty much done with me. They gave up, or I gave up on them because I didn't want to hurt them anymore. Um, so I was laying in my cell, and, and I found, found the Bible. I grew up in a Christian home. My, my grandparents are Catholic. My dad's Adventist, but they always wanted the best for me. They separated when I was younger. I don't remember my parents being together, so I kind of got lost. I didn't know which way to turn, who to be, or what I wanted to be in my life. Um, but God did, though. So I went to the book cart while I was in jail, and I found a, a pamphlet that said Teen Challenge. I wrote Brother Mike a letter, and I got the opportunity for him to call me back. And um, he asked me if I could humble myself and be obedient. I was, I was about willing to do anything at that time to um, get, get out of that cell. Um, just to try to find my own life and my own way again, but um, through the staff and everybody else, they, they showed me a different way, and that's through Christ, that he has a better plan for me than I had for myself, that I have a reason to live, that I have, that I have a purpose, that he created the heavens and the earth, and he created me for a purpose, just like he created every, every one of you guys out there, um, and my family. I'm going to try not to cry here. Um, my family, I'm renewing that relationships with them through Christ. My grandparents, um, I got a purpose now. And that purpose is to, to help others, to help myself, to grow in myself and to find people like me that are out there that have a better, that want something better but don't know where to look for. Um, I got a scripture for you. Uh, for 2 Corinthians 1.9, in fact, we expected to die, which I expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on God who raises the dead. Thank God for that. Thank Jesus for what he sacrifices he's made in our life. And thank you guys for letting us be here today.
years old and I'm from Spearfish, South Dakota. So all throughout my life, I was pretty selfish and self-centered and I didn't really think about anybody other than myself. So uh, life was pretty uh, boring, honestly. But uh, I mean, coming to Teen Challenge, just God has really opened up my eyes to the importance of loving other people other than myself. And uh, just serving other people and how important it is uh, just uh, glorify God through my daily living. And uh, that's been, a, it's been quite a journey while I've uh, been going here. And uh, I have a scripture here, Galatians 5, 13 and 14. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. Uh, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Which would be pretty easy for me since I love myself so much. So, I mean, that, that wasn't such a big deal. Just opening myself up to love other people was pretty difficult. But, uh, you know, through the power of Jesus, I've, I've just grown so much in that area of my life. Just being able to look at other people the way God sh looks at other people and just looking at myself the way I should look at myself. 
is uh, it's just been such an amazing opportunity. I mean, just Teen Challenge is an absolutely wonderful place, and all the staff members are absolutely amazing. Just the patience and kindness and just awesome people they are, and uh, just God, just God is so good. I mean, it, there's nothing, nothing else for me now. Like that song, you know, there's no turning back. That's so true. Once you experience it, it's, there's nothing else really out there. And uh, I'd just like to thank you guys for this opportunity to, uh, to speak. And uh, thank you. Good morning. My name is Casey. I'm uh, from Watertown, South Dakota. 23 years old. I've been at uh, Teen Challenge for four short months. Um, God's really working in my life a lot as I'm allowing him to. Um, a little bit about myself, um, I spent my whole life running from my problems and not wanting to deal with them and just pretty much cowarding out. But um, 2009, I had a tragic death in my life and uh, it kind of sent me overboard and I didn't really care about anything and turned to drugs. And um, one of my uh, best friends actually went through this program and the tremendous change that I've seen in his life um, when he offered me the the advice to come here or whatever, it just really made me uh, open my eyes, like it worked for him so it could work for me. Um, God's, God's moving mountains just in these short months. Um, I can't thank him enough for the godly men he appointed in my life and the staff here are amazing. They, uh, they really care and love. They showed me, uh, they're showing me to uh, face my problems now and don't be afraid when I fail, and it just feels really good to overcome something with knowing that God is right by my side, and he won't, he's not going to give up on me. Um, everybody behind me has helped me so, so much already in four months. Love all these guys. Thank you guys for letting me come here. Um, I have a scripture for you this morning. It's uh, John 112. Yet to all who received him and to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. For that, it just means just don't give up and just always have faith and believe that he is who he is and he, he will follow through with his promises like he always has. And just all praise goes to God. can't thank him enough. And thank you guys for allowing me to be here this morning. Uh, good morning. My name's Ronnie. I'm 27, and I'm from Lindsay, California. Um, yeah, I've been I've been a hot mess pretty much all my life. I don't. Uh, my first experience, my being saved, and my walk with God is only six months long. I before that, I really didn't know God at all and didn't care to. Um, my opportunity here has showed me that. Uh, I can be who God has made me to be. Like I, I was born with natural abilities and, and talents that he instilled in me to further his kingdom. And for 26 years, I squandered those. I, I did what I wanted to do. And uh, the, the, the real height of it was understanding the scripture that I had for you guys today. And it's uh, Psalms 37, 24. And it says, though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And, um, through years of drug addiction, uh, drug overdose, alcoholism, uh, alcohol poisoning, 
and a numerous suicide attempts. I, uh, God brought me through all of that, and it's, it's to be here today to talk to you guys to, to explain that, that God can really move in anybody's life, and he's just waiting for an opportunity to open the door for you. Um, the opportunity that I got here at Teen Challenge really let me discover who I was as a man and um, really gave my family their son back and gave my children their father back. And I, I, I can't thank the Lord enough for that opportunity. Thank you, guys.
My name is Robert Goodwine, and I am from Rock Springs, Wyoming. Um, I spent my whole life, even from a small child, listening to the lies that Satan was putting into my head, uh, telling me that the only way I would ever get anything is by stealing and lying. Um, as a teenager, I ended up getting into drugs at an early age, thinking that was the only way that I could uh, make friends or that anybody would even like me. Um, ended up getting, into, uh, getting locked up as a young man, spent countless years in and out of prison, uh, ended up blessed with a wonderful wife, but also Satan was telling me that I could never be a good husband. Um, as we had children, he put in my head that I couldn't be a good father. Um, eventually got to the point where I just decided I'd try to kill myself because there was no sense in living. Um, thank God that he saved me through that. At one point in my life, about four years ago, I, call, I called on Christ to come into my heart, and I thought I was serving him, but I wasn't doing everything that I was supposed to. It wasn't until I came to Teen Challenge that I learned that it truly, truly takes a humble heart, and you have to be obedient to God, to every bit that comes into his heart, or that everything that he wants you to do. Um, you must be faithful in all the little things, or you're not going to be uh, trusted for the bigger things. Um, God has changed me. He's showed me that I can be loved, that I can have love, and that I can give love. Um, he's restoring the relationship with my sons. Um, they're older now, but uh, it's a rough path. You know, I did a lot of damage, but God will replace that, and he's going to fix that. Um, he's given me the confidence to know that I can live this life, that there's nothing I can't do without Christ in my heart. And uh, I just love him so much. Uh, I love Teen Challenge. Um, the greatest thing about Teen Challenge is the love that they show us. Um, a lot of us never had love in our hearts or in our lives. And uh, the genuine love that God gives into people's hearts and that that comes to show to us is amazing. Um, I would have never thought that a love like that could come to somebody. And uh, I appreciate that immensely. I have a scripture for you. Hang on. And we have Revelation 321. It says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. And that just tells you, it reminds me of what Jesus went through in his life. Um, you know, I, I used to pity pot about the, the fact of the way I grew up. I had a drunk mom, whatever, whatever. 
and that's, that's no excuse for me as a grown man, and with Christ in my heart, I can do anything. Um, hallelujah. And I know that I can and I will. Um, it's going to be a struggle, uh, but it's a struggle that I know I can win. So uh, no longer do I need to be a slave to sin. No longer do I need to listen to Satan and his stupidity. Um, and I love God, and I'm thank you, thankful for being here. Thank you, guys. My name's Coy. I'm 32. Um, born and raised in Sturgis, South Dakota. Um, you know, like these other guys, from a young age, I got tied up into drugs and um, just sin in my life wreaked havoc since I was a young boy, actually. And by the time I was 18, I was sitting in prison for the first time. And uh, since then, about nine of my years of life have been in there. It seemed like I couldn't get released for long enough, and I would be tied right back up into old friends and old ways of living and drugs and just a burden on society. I was had no direction or roots anywhere, um, just had destruction. I hurt a lot of people in my life, my family. Um, they tried to stick by my side as long as they could, um, but I just forced them out. Um, I had no direction. I had really nothing planned on doing in life either. I just kind of was worried about myself and where I'd go next, and I was okay with being in prison and just I was just down and out, and, uh, you know, I got arrested this last time as a habitual offender, and I was facing a lot of time in prison, and I cried out to God, and I, I'd, I'd been showing his grace once before in my life, but I took it for granted, and I just continued to live life my own way, and it wasn't until this time I laid it all down for God, and I just, I just, I was okay with being in prison as long as I could live for him again, and, and he allowed that, and he opened prison doors for me to come back to Teen Challenge, and, um, you know, I've been in Teen Challenge a while now. I'm in reentry. Uh, I'm working in the society, um, and uh, it's it's new life for me now. I get to take God's word and actually apply it to my life and stand on it and be rooted in the word. And there's a scripture in Jeremiah 17, verses 7 and 8. It says, Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that allows his roots to go out by the stream. And he doesn't fear when the heat comes because his leaves remain green. And he doesn't get anxiety when the year of drought comes because he will always bear fruit. That scripture means a lot to me now because at the end of the day when I come home from work and I can reflect on the day, I ask myself questions like, was I effective for God? Was I, you know, obedient to the Holy Spirit? Did I touch someone's life? Was I, you know, did I ease burden of society? Was I a good member of society today? Did I advance God's kingdom? And uh, I live a life by conviction now. I repent immediately, and I learn to listen to this still small voice inside of me telling me that I need to do something or get right with something. And, and that's what I live now for, is to glorify God and to just let him be exalted in his right place.
Gentlemen, I want to thank you for sharing this morning, and um, we want to share as well. I'm going to ask the ushers if they'll go ahead and step forward, and as they're coming forward, I'm going to ask Paul and Robert, would you come on up here? You guys both spoke. Paul and Robert, come on up here. In a few moments, we're going to receive this offering. And unless you designate it otherwise, this entire offering is going to go towards Teen Challenge. I love to see and hear what God does in people's lives. Now, you heard seven testimonies. You heard Caleb and Jeremy and Paul. Casey, Ronnie, Robert, and Corey. You heard seven testimonies, but every one of these men could give multiple testimonies of what Jesus has done in their lives. Every one of the staff members could give testimonies of what Jesus has done in their lives and through their lives. And that happens in large part because not only of what God does, but in how people give to make that happen. We're in this together. As I shared earlier, we have a part in this, and every month we, uh, we, we send off an offering to Teen Challenge of the Dakotas, and we're privileged to take part in that. But today we're going to have a part in that as well. Um, and also, as you came in, you received something that looks like this. Thank you, Paul. You received something that looks like this, and uh, the one that he's holding in his right hand is a pledge card. I know that uh, many of you, you give, and, and you give to the offering here, and you, you give, uh, and, and we send that on, but some of you may want to uh, give individually, month to month, 
And, and that's why that is in your hand. So you can take that information. If you want, you can, you can fill that out now and place that in the offering. Or you can take it home, pray over it, and, and then send it in. But we want to give an offering this morning. And, and also, uh, if you're writing out a check, you can just write that out to AFA or Aberdeen First Assembly. You can give in the kiosk in back. You can give text by way of text. You can give online. Just make sure that you identify that as Teen Challenge. And all that you give, mark that way, will go towards this ministry. And so we thank you so much for giving. I love what God is doing in people's lives. Robert, I love to hear what Jesus has done in your life. You, I wrote down something that you said. You said, God's going to fix my relationship with my sons. How many sons do you have? You have three sons. And uh, say, say that again. Tristan, Briar, and Rylan. What are their ages? Uh, Tristan's 21, Briar's 18, and Rylan's 14. And I'm, we're believing with you that God is going to heal that because he's, he's a miracle-working God. We, we've already talked about that. You're a living miracle, but we're trusting the Lord will see that as well. And the great thing is we're a part of that. Uh, and God uses us together to, to um, reach people, to see people transform. That's really what it's all about. I was talking with Brother Mike before. You know, we love the buildings, and those are such necessary tools and, and uh, so important. But the buildings are there because, we, because God uses that to reach people and uh, people like Robert. So I'm going to ask you to do something, Robert. I don't know if you've ever done this before. I'm going to have you pray over the offering. You ever prayed over an offering like this before? Today's a new day. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> we, we've, been, we've been in Mark chapter 6, and one of the reasons why we pray is because when Jesus, he took that, you, you've read it, where he took that food, those five loaves and two fish, and it says he looked up into heaven and he blessed it, and then the miracle happened. And so we like to ask God's blessing on our offering, over our food, whatever he gives us, and as we give it. And so would you lead these people in prayer over this offering? God bless you. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we just come to you now with a grateful heart, Lord God. I would ask, I just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that you gave us today to come here and share our testimonies, Lord God. And I just pray that we would touch other people's lives through what we've said, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that, that you use broken lives like ours, Lord, to... Uh, to give change to other people, Lord God, to help them to come closer to you and draw closer to you. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you would, your blessing would be upon this offering today, Lord God. I just pray that you would take this, you would anoint this time right now, Lord God, and, and just reach into the hearts of these people, Lord God, and help them to see the, the saving power of your grace that, that works through Teen Challenge. Um, for the power that you give in order to save our broken lives, Lord God, that there are so many men that you have changed through Teen Challenge, Lord God, and I just ask that you would uh, keep your favor upon us. Lord, just keep blessing the staff members, and Lord, I'd, I'd like to pray a blessing, Lord, to bring more people into Teen Challenge, Lord God. We have empty beds there, Lord God, and there's so many guys out there, even people that I know, Lord, that just all they need is to be loved and to be cared for by you and that they could uh, move mountains, Lord, that you could move mountains and they could produce uh, so much fruit for you, Lord God, that your glory would be able to shine through them. And uh, again, Lord, just I uh, just ask for your blessing to be over this. Lord, I ask you to bless this church and this ministry, Lord God, and everything that they do, that they would continue to touch lives, Lord God, and that more people would come here, Lord, to these doors would be overflowing with uh, needy souls, Lord God, that they would just, everyone would just lift their face to you in need and just receive all the grace and the mercy and the love that you have for us. And holy in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. You guys stay up here. Thank you for praying, Robert. That was a good prayer. That wasn't that a good prayer? Can you come back next week? I don't know. Come back next week. We'll, 
we'll, we'll, have you, we'll have you pray over this next week. And uh, 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 guys, I'm going to have you do one more thing. All of you, would you stand, staff and, and team members, Mike, all of you, would you, and would you just assemble yourself? Reach down here, Robert, and pull these, Paul, reach down here, pull those up on the platform. Guys, just assemble down below. Um, sound guys, we got this. They, they got this. So just, yeah, pull that on up here. Stretch right across. We want all of you across here. And we want to see your faces again before we, we close in prayer. And uh, would you take that back and give it to one of the ushers there? That's, that's my offering. Thank you. And, and, as, um, and I just want you to see them. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and stretch across here, guys. Keep going. Keep going. Go on, go on down there, Robert. You, you just, this is a good-looking group of guys. Most of them are pretty good-looking. A good-looking group of guys. We're going we're gonna to feed them here in just a little bit. One more thing before we pray and close, and that is um, for some, actually a couple of years now, Mike Gilmartin has been asking me to come down and preach at their chapel. And I, am, I would just be deep. I've done that before, although it's been some years. And I'm going to do that again. But if you, are, if you want to see the campus sometime, um, or, or if maybe you, maybe you regularly give, again, like, like we mentioned earlier, to Teen Challenge and you want to go with me, maybe sometime this fall we'll, we'll organize a trip and instead of them bringing a bus up of people, we'll just take, we'll take 8, 10, 12 people down there and for chapel. Is that all right, Brother Mike? Where are you? There he is. Is that all right? We can bring them, right? And, and, uh, and we, will, we will just have a great time together and you get a better uh, even a greater view of what God is doing through Teen Challenge. So, would you stand with me, please, everyone across? Stand with these gentlemen up here. These these examples of God's grace. But you know what, guys? I want you looking at them because you see those people seated out there, standing out there. They're examples of God's grace, and we're in this together because of what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. Let's pray together. Jesus, now, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity we have to, to gather together in your name. I thank you for the miracles that you've done, for the, the testimonies, not only that we heard, but the so many testimonies that, 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 that are recorded in heaven of what you've done. And Lord Jesus, it is our prayer, it is our desire to be used of you in greater ways and to see even greater things going forward. And so, Jesus, we pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus, that lives will be changed, that lives will be transformed, that there will be other stories, there will be other faces and names that we will know about and see what Jesus has done and what you're going to do. Now, Lord, as we go throughout the rest of this week, we pray that we will go in the power of your Holy Spirit, that we will go in the power of your Word, and that lives will be changed for God's glory. If you believe it this morning, say amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in the presence and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ.
I'm coming.